You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the Grolix Podcast. <laughs> this is episode number 87. Or is it? Or is or it? Okay. Is it? it is. <laughs> I'm Randy, by the way. I'm Melanie. And this is Jesse. We have a guest today, and the guest is Jeff Geegan from Make Attorney a Great Again. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. I've been a big fan for a while now. Wow. Thank you. We have a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's like, what, two or three now? <laughs> there's, a, uh, yes. there's a handful. Yes. There's a handful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we have Jeff on. We have a guest. And also, this is a special episode because this is our this is an anniversary episode yeah. of the Aww. podcast. This is our yeah. this is our five year anniversary of yeah. the podcast. We should get each other flowers or something. Flowers for five years. I don't know when that. do we get watches and stuff? That's I don't know. That's not real. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, real. That's, that's, that's not real. <laughs> yeah, that's a retirement thing. Because <laughs> you have limited time left. Can I can I get like a, a plaque or something? Sure, I'll get I'll get you a plaque. Sweet. It's kind of interesting and fortuitous that uh, you know it's five year anniversary. Uh, we have Jeff Gigan on the show, and it's kind of a nice opportunity to do like a little rewind of. Uh, randy's podcasting career here because oh uh one of your first pod was it your first podcast so it was back in about 2000 okay so about six years ago i started podcasting and my first podcast was called emg radio and i started it with two co-hosts mm-hmm. by the names of louis Kiefer and steve geegan <laughs> and fast forward and I find myself on a podcast with their older brothers. <laughs> yeah, I started podcasting with both of your guys' uh, baby bros. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it was it, it was erratic and fun. It was erratic yeah, and, and fun. And, and then it's they, not like we live like five blocks from each other either. It's like right. the most random thing in the world pulls us all together. This might I was thinking about it. Well, first off, when Jesse's like, hey, we should have Jeff on, and we kind of started talking about having you on the show, it th- it really struck me. I was like, how weird. How weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as this episode goes live, <laughs> I'm sending it to them and being like, so, you guys wussed out forever ago. Yeah. Now look, you're hanging out with your brothers. <laughs> One of the cool kids now. Uh, <laughs> but I believe this is, you know, you're right. This is, I think, the first time I've ever talked to you, Jeff, which yeah, is oddly yeah, enough. I, I don't know that I've met you in real life, in, per- in nope. person. That's strange. Nope, yeah. I don't think so. I've heard a lot about you. Well, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I, I say nice things about you, Randy. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. So I knew Jesse. I knew I didn't hang out with Jesse a lot, but I knew Jesse a bit before we started the podcast. But in both of their cases, like I said, uh, their brothers are their baby brothers. So both Jesse and Jeff 
were older when I was hanging out with their brothers. And I'm kind of in a middle spot in terms of age between, you know, uh, Louie and Steve and Jesse and Jeff. And, uh, you did them backwards, but yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, it's forwards. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's timey wimey, but Steve, I didn't know till after high school, like Louie, I knew in high school. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Steve, I didn't know till after that, high that's school. That's like a, a grown up friend. That's different. You yeah. Don't, you don't and I'm assuming friends, family, uh, I'm assuming Jeff, if not had a, his family yet was working on having his family. He was doing like the adult stuff. Well, eight kids. When, I, right. I hope he was getting worked on an yeah. idea. You know. when <laughs> me and me and Steve and Lou were doing the, yeah. the 20 somethings. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Cause he's eight years younger than I am. So yeah, it's kind of funny. Like you're saying how it's all looped around and uh, come back full fruition. Cause I've known Louie for a long time as well. And, uh, you know, and then like I met Jesse and I was like, gosh, this is so weird. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's weird. Not that Jesse's weird, well, but it's just. Yeah. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm on this show. <laughs> to be the weirdo. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But man, it's just, it's just, it's just really cool how, how like the universe pulls us all together like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When I met Jeff, I was like, Keegan, it, what are the chances, you know, like, or, or, you know, I, I don't remember who asked who, like if you asked me or if I asked you, but I was like, God, that last name is familiar. And I wonder, you know, and, and it came to light. It was like, what a wow. <laughs> you know, like, cause I, I just knew you because uh, I like podcasts and I really was enjoying make attorney a great again. And, uh, and so I stopped at the table. I, I think like, that's when Randy and Mel came to Okamakan last year and everything mm-hmm. was crazy busy. I think you guys were even recording at the time. Yeah. But yeah. You know, it's we- so crazy. It's <laughs> as weird it is, as it is to me that Randy didn't ever meet Jeff. The two of you never meeting is even weirder because Steve and Lou are like, if, if friends could be married oh, in yeah. their own weird friend way, it would be Steve and Lou. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <Right. laughs> they've yeah. definitely, yeah, they've definitely had like, um, what's the, I was watching some show. They used the term that made me instantly think of Lou and Steve and, Hannah like perfect and, strangers or <laughs> well it's like a, a like an alternative house alternative house arrangement or alternative family or just something like right. that you know alternative living arrangement but uh because they kind of formed their own their own family um which yeah. is really interesting it is interesting like me you him and nine cats <laughs> <laughs> The cats are our babies. Uh, so they're, they're going to listen to this episode too. Yeah. I, I know the, one of the very few, I'm sure they'll listen to you. So yeah. yeah, that was a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter about them bailing on EMG radio five, five and a half years ago. Not at all. <laughs> Even though was Steve is like the years, most talkative though? person I've ever met. No, he is. Like, dude, if there's anyone who should be podcasting, dude, it's you. He, you know, all you should really just stick a microphone that he doesn't know about, like in his hat or something, and then in you'll, his just, hat. you'll just have podcast <laughs> material forever. We should, to get this on some kind of pseudo rails. Jeff, tell us about Make Attorney Great Again. Oh, Make Attorney Great Again. One of the best podcasts ever to exist. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a good one. He's quite it modest. <laughs> yes, well, but, oh, I'm, I'm humble. No, um, no, it's uh, it's uh, 
you know, a super fun podcast, definitely comedy type podcast where it's not driven. It's well, I should probably explain what it is in case people have never heard it before, but make you turn you great again is a podcast centered around masters of the universe or He-Man. If you're unfamiliar with what that is. And uh, we talk about He-Man and, and all the villains and She-Ra and, you know, everything in between and super fun. Like I said, it, I think it kind of started off more on a serious note. I entered the podcast around August of 2016, I think. I think so. I can't remember for sure. Um, but anyways, we were there were only about 20 so episodes in. And I think right now we're sitting around around 70, I think, right now. So, But anyways, the way that we do it is we pick a, a character from that lore and uh, we discuss him and or her in great length. And we basically talk about, because back then uh, in the 80s with the He-Man stuff, there was the filmation cartoon, uh, there was the toy, and then with the toy always came a comic book or a little mini comic. And so we split it up in the three different segments, and uh, which kind of varies from back and forth, which way we go with it or whatever. Usually whichever one has the most girth of the subject, and we basically hammer that out and we're definitely no experts i guess you would say we try to keep it really light we do a little bit of research and stuff here and there you know but we're all dads and we all have you know jobs and families and whatnot so but there's some definitely some people out there that you know we're we're a part of on different facebook pages and stuff like that that like they know like to the nth degree of this stuff and i mean more power to them you know it's really cool but you know so we get we get blasted from time to time like oh come on that wasn't this guy that was this guy it's like well sorry you know we didn't realize that sorry you know but they started off uh carl smith and eddie fossler are the two other co-hosts in the show and uh i think you guys you know know eddie you know pretty mm-hmm. well and you might know carl i think you know carl but either one both of those guys you know eddie we call the pod father you know he's on mm-hmm. four podcasts right now and he's featured quite often on other podcasts as a guest from time to time and stuff and and uh you know if you're not familiar with eddie fossler it wouldn't take long to, to find him out there on the airwaves that's for sure um <laughs> and then carl smith you know he's a fantastic writer he's been writing all sorts of different you know types of books um he does children's books to really good novels and and drama type you know books or whatever you call them i'm a good book reader (laughs) (laughs) well he he does audio books now too doesn't he he just dipped into that yep he's just dipping into the audio books so but yeah he's very very gifted it's it's incredible how like He'll flip over ideas at us through text and he'll be like, guys, what do you think of this? I just whipped this up really quick while I was standing in the kitchen and like <laughs> like a page of something that he was written. And we're like, holy crap, you know, like, <laughs> I have a hard time writing my name. He just wrote a book, you know, but both are super talented guys. And, you know, uh, Carl was was uh, running his own podcast called The Goad Kicker. And uh, mm-hmm. super informative yet fun podcast that he was doing. And Eddie, he uh, he's currently on Daydream Instruction Manual, uh, and he also does Falcon Punch Thunder Dads and then uh, Paranormal Dads. So the two of them decided, hey, let's do this He-Man podcast and see what happens. And so they branched off and they did their own thing, and it was super fun. And and I became a fan. Um, I worked with Eddie, but I didn't really know him all that well. Didn't really know Carl Smith at all at that time either, but I started listening to their podcast. There's some other friends at work. They're like, "You got, you should check this out." I'm like, "I'm a big He-Man fan. I'll check it out." And 
fell in love with it instantly. And so they had heard that I liked it. And like I said, we kind of worked together. And so mutual people were like, Hey, let's, let's get Jeff on that show. And so Eddie came and asked me if I'd be a guest host. And I was like, sure. So I came on and, and, uh, just had a fantastic experience. And we talked about, um, the one and only buzz off. <laughs> yes. Which was my favorite character, uh, growing up as a kid and, uh, just kind of blew up from there. Like we just, fell into bro love you could say (laughs) (laughs) they recorded a couple more episodes without me and they're kind of like you know what that was so much fun with jeff maybe we should bring him back on and and so they asked me if i would come on as a more residual basis and then uh and then they just finally asked me if i'd just be a permanent guest host i was like sure and uh it's just been a blast ever since and we just you know the the show keeps getting more and more popular and we're getting more and more fans which is you know humbling and and we feel very blessed in that degree and and it's given us lots of opportunities and you know last uh summer we had for example we had the uh, alamo draft house was hosting the or we are hosting the alamo draft house the masters of the universe movie from 1987 which was arguably the best movie ever that's a fact that's a true fact that that is a true fact look it up on the (laughs) interwebs but anyway so we we were asked to come there and and host that and man that was super fun i've never done anything like that and we got to get up in front of the crowd and kind of give some facts and stuff and and got the crowd really interested in the movie and stuff so it was it was a blast a lot of fun so but yeah we've had you know some really cool stuff we've been asked to come on to different podcasts like like rolex here and and uh you know, covert nerd and a bunch of others, you know, and, but yeah, so that's pretty much make eternity great again, or like we, like we call it mega for short. And, uh, we've, uh, also branched into some new friendships and we're expanded the mega family. And one of those people just happens to be Jesse and wait, who, 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 who this guy? wait, me. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's been pretty cool. Uh, Jesse, you know, kind of came on board as he just kind of was like, Hey guys, I made this fun video one day of like Ram man, uh, with his little green screen. And I, it was probably like a minute and a half, something like that it was real short, but man, yeah. man, he like, like sent that to us and oh my gosh, me and Eddie were crying. We we're laughing so hard. We're like, dude, post that on our page. That is the best ever. <laughs> And it just took off from there. And so Jesse kind of turned into the voice of Ram Man, you know. And uh, we also just, you know, a little side story, if you haven't listened to the show, it uh, kind of included and, in, you know, interjected, I should say, in, in some of our episodes and stuff. We do little skits of different characters like uh, Rio Blast is probably the most that we do the, the most. And he's the uh, Eternia's only cowboy and uh eddie does the voice of rio blast and we do some other people on there as well like fisto and the sorceress and and uh my favorite's moduloc who we uh, <laughs> yes. throw lots of shade to but yeah so it was cool like jesse just kind of took it upon himself and was like hey i'm gonna do this rayman voice and killed it and now it's like <laughs> i watch the cartoon or anything see anything with rayman I, i'll read a comic book that's got rayman in it and i got jesse's voice in my head <laughs> the best it's so good so <laughs> hashtag sorry not sorry yes that's right yeah <laughs> nothing to be sorry about it's been great so but yeah so it was kind of cool and it just you know uh branches into a couple other guys i met a couple of them at the Comic-Con last year, and that was Lee Searcy and Lee Bachma. Both are from Lincoln, Nebraska. Lee Bachma is a, an artist. And he does lots of different kind of fan art and comic book art and things of that nature. Super, super talented guy. 
And uh, Lee Searcy, he runs the Covert Nerd podcast. And again, super fantastic show. But yeah, it's just kind of weird. Again, all the universe is kind of bringing everybody together and, and uh, you know, introduced us. Well, Eddie's known these guys for a long time, but myself, I didn't. But I, you know, was introduced to the OML guys, Omaha Underground Comics and, and uh, you know, Al Garrison and, and Ben Crane. And, and it's like just this big kind of mega family has been kind of forming in the background. And so we decided to do a project together and it kicked off. And then of course, you know, with that, we're all these super creative guys. And so the spark just keeps flying. And so we're, you know, brainstorming this and brainstorming that we should do this, we should do that. And then, so finally we're like, you know, we should just kind of make this a permanent thing. So then that's when we started together. We started the star. What was it, Jesse, the star formers. It's uh them, them star fighters and, uh, attainment oh, groups. They're attain, they're attainment groups. Yeah, David, <laughs> right. Sorry, I just plugged my son's podcast, Starformers. It's Star. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Starfighters <laughs> Entertainment Group. But well, yeah, uh, yeah pl- plug your sons because uh, yeah. y- y- it's in the family now. This podcast and it this is. bug, it's bit. So my sons, my three oldest sons, they run a podcast called Starformers, and Starformers is a it's a mix of Star Wars and Transformers that they talk about. And it kind of follows suit a little bit with Make Eternity Great Again, where they'll have a character. They talk about three different, you know, like cartoon comics and movie, I think is what they do. But they flip back and forth, you know, every episode. One will be a a Star Star Wars guy. Another one will be Transformers. And super fun. They've recorded a number of episodes. They kind of took a break because they wanted to build up their content, their library. And then they're going to kind of start blasting out on there. But yeah, check them out on Starformers. I think it's called The Starformers on Facebook. So, but super fun, but yeah, so we have the, uh, last Starfighters group, uh, which is, I just feel it's just the, the, you know, the beginning of something huge, you know, there's so much talent with all of us guys and everything in this family. It's, it's, uh, been super fantastic working with everybody. So, and then, like I said, it just keeps rolling out and, and, uh, we, keep picking on more and more picking up more and more people and uh, giving us this opportunity to work with other fantastic artists and stuff. We'll just keep kind of going out and seeing where, where things taking us. I think we can just put microphones on all their hats and we'll just uh, put microphones <laughs> in everybody's hats. And just, <laughs> endless podcast. Yep. <laughs> just 24 seven live podcast. <laughs> Secret hat podcast. I like it. Let's do it. That would be great. <laughs> no, I was going to say like, I'm, I'm glad that Jesse, is a con goer. Uh-huh. Nobody's going to make that joke again. Okay. A con going person. <laughs> yes. It's because, a con going thing. <laughs> because no, like you, you name dropped a huge chunk of like the Midwest, especially this area here. Well, I'm, I'm sure other areas too. I'm not discounting other areas, but our area here, Omaha, Lincoln area. Uh, well, you know, that's pretty much the populated area of Nebraska, but the Midwest, like, has an interesting entertainment fandom niche podcast uh, scene. Mm-hmm. And you name dropped just like a huge chunk of them there. And right. I'm glad Jesse goes to these conventions and is tied in because I'm not, I am an introvert. I'm not an extrovert. I don't go out and do stuff. Otherwise I don't know that I would know like any of you guys. I thanks Jesse I totally for being wanna... our connection. <laughs> Oh, you know, I totally want to like ping on that because like everybody on the podcast right now is 
I mean, I'm just assuming with Melanie, <laughs> so I mm-hmm. could be totally wrong, but uh, aren't we all introverts on the show right now? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm definitely an introvert. That's for sure. I'm, I'm an introvert, but I can be extroverted in certain situations if I have to be, but it's not anything like at a con or, or something like that. I Like if I met somebody on the street and they needed help, I could help them and then I could talk to them for 12 hours, but right. That's a person, not a group of people around right. me walking yeah. and making me That's nervous. That's kind of how an introvert is, is they, you know, if you get around people, especially people that you really know, and you have like one, two, three people or something like that, you can be the life of the party kind of a thing. But if you're interjecting mm-hmm. into a thing like a con or something like that, or a car show or something like that, just all the energy of those people, it just drains you. And yeah, you just can't is. wait to get back home and, you know, kind of go into the closet and play with your cat. You know, (laughs) for real, for real. Yeah. That's why I keep my closet cat. Why do we have to, I don't know. Why can't we just have cons at our house? Cons at our house that nobody goes to? Well, yeah. The pretend to con. (laughs) That was our our pretend con. It's going great, everyone. It's it's fantastic. I wish you could be here. Not really, but it's great. (laughs) Wish you could be here, but not really. (laughs) <laughs> yeah or we, we could just that's, put up that's the tagline <laughs> we could just put a, a we could put a little a little tv monitor there and then we could have a, a camera here that we would walk by everyone somebody like hey how you doing and then that's <laughs> that would be good yeah we're separated from the the con by a wall at all times that's right yeah. so i'm glad the conversation went this way first off oh comic con you know you guys were there last year I actually did meet a couple more people. I did see Lee, Elise, uh, Cersei last year there. I was so excited yep. to actually talk to I talk to I him face too. to face. You did too. Uh, and Eddie, which I'd, I'd seen before, but I don't know that, that I actually talked to him much. Grolix will be at the next Ocon Expo. Nice. Officially super excited about that. But you guys, you and Jesse, um, will be somewhere very soon. You should tell us where that's going to be. Yeah, so we're going to be at the Grand Comic Con in Grand Island, Nebraska, and that's March 23rd and 24th in uh, 2019. Just in case anybody's going way back in the in the podcast stuff's machines and listening, if this is like five <laughs> years old, and you're doing your 10 year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but no, so that's in Grand Island, Nebraska. This is their second year of doing it, and super excited for it. I didn't go last year. I heard about it and wasn't able to make it. But uh, what's cool about it is, is that it is free admission. Yeah. And yeah. That's for awesome. anybody who is a con goer, you know, uh, it is definitely not cheap usually to go to, to comic conventions. And especially when you go to some of those big ones, you know, like in Des Moines, I mean, it can cost you 300 bucks just for the weekend. Right. You know, just to go in, which is incredible. So to go to Grand Comic Con in Grand Island, Nebraska, which is, you know, uh, more central Nebraska. It's it's fantastic that they're doing this. And last year, I guess, was a pretty big turnout. They're expecting it to be, you know, double the size this year. And you know, it's like it's truly about the love of comics and and of uh, pop culture. I just love that they're doing it. I'm going just almost as support for my son, uh, Declan. Declan's uh, this is his first con where he's actually selling artwork. Cool. He he's not like a four year old that's like, we look, I got took it off the fridge. I'm selling it. No, it's. Uh, he's he's 15. He'll be 16 this this summer. Very gifted artist. I've always drawn myself, or not drawn myself. That would be weird. But <laughs> <laughs> I've always been an artist 
you know, drawing as well. And, and, uh, you know, growing up and was pretty gifted myself, but he just takes it to a whole nother level. And I'm super proud of this kid, but he loves going to comic conventions. And he, like I said, you know, he star of a podcast himself called star formers. And so he loves transformers and things of that nature and him and his brother. I mean, they do what they call OCs. They do these original characters all the time and all this other stuff. And, and so uh, he he bought a whole bunch of artwork, you know, uh, last year at some different conventions. And he was like, gosh, you know, I wonder if I should if I should do this. And it's like, yeah, why not? You know, and, you know, especially if you sell it at a reasonable price and everything, I'm sure some people would be interested. And so he just started drawing up some stuff. I'm like, holy smokes. I'm like, I'm totally willing to buy some of this stuff off you, you know, and it looks professional. It's good stuff. His, uh, I guess, business is called Deck. James Studios and it's D E Q L A N, and uh, he's on Facebook and stuff, and just kind of starting off with the with the social media, and he'll be selling prints at at uh, Grand Comic Con. I think he's selling them. I think about fifteen bucks a piece. I think. So, guys, what have you been watching lately? What have you been enjoying? Has there been anything new, Jeff? What do you like to watch other than He Man? Nothing. Sure. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah, okay. That's, that's watch. You it's are worth anything. It, it sounds like you're on the right podcast then. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of The Walking Dead. And, mm. uh, I've I've I'm up to speed in all the comics and everything. Like I just love The Walking Dead. I love it to death. And I grew up, you know, my my dad was I love him to death. Great great dad in in so many different regards. But he just was like, hey, you want to watch? Nightmare on Elm Street with me. I know you're four, but come sit on my lap. Let's watch Freddy Krueger. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, that was me. That was me. Exactly. And so, like, I just really got brought into you know the the horror movies and stuff really young. And so, I've always loved zombies and stuff. And that's stuff that my dad and I have always shared. We every time there's a new um, zombie movie that is relatively looks good, you know, we'll go to the movie theater together and watch it and stuff. So, so I've, I've loved the walking dead ever since it came out as a comic. And, and there's so many people that are like, Oh, I'm a true truest, you know, all I'll do is read the comic and show sucks and, and vice versa, you know? And so like, I love them both that and like stranger things. I'm really big into stranger things as well. I cannot wait till they come out with their new seasons of that soon, soon, yep, July. Soon. That's I'm interested right. to see what, what they do. Because if they keep going with the same thing, man, that's just crazy. But they got to do something. I don't know. But I was going to say also, sorry. Are you doubtful of Stranger Things? No. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I know. But I'm just saying. Um, do you doubt? My favorite thing with reading for Walking Dead, for reading and watching, my favorite thing is being like, which character is this supposed to be? Because that person's been dead for a long time. So who is right. it? Who is it really? In the uh, that's my favorite part of it is being having done both. That's a really good point. Yeah, and I I enjoy that as well. I guess I didn't realize that I enjoyed it until you brought it up. But yeah, I do. I do enjoy that because my wife she watches it with me. She's never mm-hmm. read a single comic of it, but um, she likes watching it with me. And then and then I'll be like, kind of sit back and kind of like, well, that guy died, you know, three years ago already. So it's kind of weird that this is still going on, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You know, or uh, the other thing, she doesn't like suspense, and so they always leave the show on a cliffhanger. And she'll be like, oh, no, what's going to happen here? I'm like, well, in the comic, this is what happens next. But and she's like, oh, OK. You know, so it kind of helps out in that regard. But uh-huh. but yeah, I do. I, I enjoy like, you know, being in the middle of both and kind of seeing which way the 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 show is going, you know, where they've mm-hmm. kind of taken off on their own and and uh, do these things and that. So it's interesting. Except the 
Uh, that Glenn thing threw me off a little bit because I'm like, yeah, I didn't oh. like that whole bit. Oh, with but Glenn that, get with Glenn and Negan killing him. Yeah, because I'm like, they yeah. just got done not killing him. They can't go or turn around and kill him now. That's right. <laughs> they just got done not killing him. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. You know, they took that's still fascinates me because they took so much guff for the fake out Glenn death. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think they only chanced the fake out, the cheesy fake out, like, no, that character should be dead. We've seen him die, but he's not dead. I think they only took that chance because they knew then they were going to hit it. Like, I think they did it to set the audience up with the expectation that Glenn's untouchable. It could be. It could be. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I know, like, my, my older brother... He he uh, he was a big Walking Dead fan. Never read. He's never read any of the comics, and so when they killed Glenn, he hasn't watched it since. He was like, "I said I turned it off. I've never watched it again." I'm like, "Oh man!" Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you did that. You know, like I, I knew it was coming. You know, because they 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 kill him in the comic. You know, so like I, I knew he was gonna die, you know, so it wasn't that big of a deal to me. But but he was like, "Gosh, BS! I can't believe they did." I was like, "Well, I read about that a long time ago, actually." But you know, <laughs> it's funny how the whole world just like threw their hands up in the air, like you killed Glenn. You know, yeah. like, that's like killing my mom. You know, like <laughs> they lost everybody yeah. out. They lost a lot of people. A lot of people were done with the yep. show at that point. But that's part of what I appreciated about Walking Dead and there's other shows like that. And I get it. Like there's certain characters that they kill them off. Like I've even watched shows that I enjoyed where they'll kill off a character and I'm like, it's not that I'm upset that that they killed this character off. It's just, I like that character and now the show's kind of boring. Right. Like I've had that, but part of what appealed to me about Walking Dead is it was the kind of show where they could at any moment potentially kill off any character. Yeah. Like not any character. Potentially. There's the two, the two I don't think they would kill. You're not current though. No, I was going to say, not current. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but <laughs> I want to know who the two is. Okay. So Carl, you guys, and Carl and Rick are supposed to be the two. You, okay. Your reactions better be careful. We're not current. We're behind. We will catch back. Right. Up. They're, they're way behind. <laughs> I, I won't say anything. No spoilers. But I, I will say, I do know you can't count on that. Okay. That's right. Yeah. In that yeah. world, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you just never know. I mean, cause it's, you know, I mean, they, uh, what's his name? I cannot think of it. As I'm just sitting here, Michael Rooker. Yes, yes, yes. So I was like, he's a big name. He's going to be on here a while. Nope. You know, like I, yeah. I thought for sure they're going to keep him on for a long time, but they didn't. You he's know, Daryl's brother in the show. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. He, he was such a great character, too, man. I loved him. Yeah. Such the villain. And I mean, they could have really expanded on that. I mean, they could have turned him into something really big on that show, but they didn't, you know. And so it's just really interesting. I mean, there's a lot of characters on there that you would think like oh they're going to keep him on forever keep her on forever then boom nothing you're like whoa you know but then the same thing like in the comic book you know same thing it's like they killed this person way off like in the second season essentially or whatever and then this person's Mm -hmm. still on like season seven or whatever you know like what is going on you know but so i I, it's it's different you know but i i I like what they what they do with it and like you said it's nobody's safe you know and and in that world it would be kind of true you know nobody is safe and honestly, I think uh, for a while there, surprisingly, in the Negan storyline, a lot of people stuck, you know, stuck around for a long time. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm tiptoeing around this without giving away spoilers. But like when they stopped playing it safe, 
I am really enjoying the new episodes. Yes. Like, they finally stopped playing it so safe and I'm, I'm on board again. Like for a minute there I was like, uh, it's kind of the same every week. Yep. And now, now I'm like, I'm in, I want to know what's happening. I agree with you. The spoiler that you guys are avoiding, I was somewhat spoiled because I'm on the internet a lot and I see the news, news story. So I was kind of spoiled on it. Right. I don't know specifics, but I know, I know who I know, you know, since we started talking about this, you guys should see the look on Melanie's face. This whole, <laughs> she, did, off, okay, she didn't know kill off the main character of the show. Can you? Maybe, maybe not. You just have to watch. That's yeah. insane. It's worth watching. It's worth watching to find out. That's crazy. Because then how do you have any continuity? Because you don't, you don't feel for anybody. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. We'll just no, say we they have kept better. Watching. We should have, they they have good showrunners right now. Well, that's yes. what we'll say. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never, yeah, I'm I, not. I I would never not wanted. I did. I never didn't want to watch it. We just haven't. Yeah, it was just one of the shows right. that, and we don't have AMC, so it's one of the shows where, like, we've watched a lot of shows since. It's just those shows are easier to get at. They're on Netflix or HBO or whatever, right. which we you know have access to. AMC takes a little extra legwork, so. We just have. Do you have? Uh, do you have cable or anything? No. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I, I cut cable forever ago. Although, yeah. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. I there's a guy I work with who gave me his login for like Direct TV or whatever, and so I just like I have the apps on my smart TV of AMC, and I just log in with his stuff. Yeah. I'm cheating. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's how everybody does anymore, though. Yeah. Right. We yep. just don't have the right. We don't have that person to cheat from yet. We have uh, all the other ones, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you sent me logins for two other services the other day. This is so it says login. I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah, for Hulu and Amazon Prime, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna have to catch up on Walking Dead, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We. J- it's it's, it's it's worth it. It's now worth that it. I, I'm I'm in. I'm jobless, is, yeah. so I can start like reading again. That's true. You start reading comics again. I know. You need to catch up on the comics. Yeah, let's do it. Because you were current on Walking Dead for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, this is. I think this is their last their last uh, run with the comic, though. I think they're counting down. I forget how many issues away from stopping it. Everything. Oh yeah. Ended. Yeah, he said that he was done with it. What's? Uh, yeah. What's Kirk going to do now? I know he has other series going, but yeah, like he yeah. like Invinci- uh, Invincible's done. Yep. Walking Dead's going to be done. Those are like his two like Titan big long ones. running series. Yeah, he just announced something. I don't remember what yeah, it was. I don't so. remember what it was either. But he was basically saying like he was on a he was on an airplane flying. He was trying to think of the next issue and stuff. And and I forget who had just passed away on the show. Or he had like killed off a couple people or whatever. And he was filling it himself. He's like, man, this is getting really repetitive. It's always like, okay, there's a war and some people are dead, and now we have to go back out into the sticks and start all over again. And oh, we're going to introduce some new people, and now these people are dead, and then we're going to have a war. And he was like, oh my gosh, how many times can I do this? You know. And he was like, my creativeness of of the of the series is just getting you know done. And so he's just like, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and end this. So he had like a, I forget how many episodes or how many issues ago it was that he announced. I think like five, maybe six issues ago, he said that this was going to be the last, the last series or whatever of the comic. And then he was going to end it. So. Can they all die? Um, just everybody just die? Does everyone die and turn into a zombie? Yeah. That's what, that's what I wonder how he's going to end it. That'd be great. You know, I kind of hope that 
I don't know. It, you guys tell me, but I kind of, I, I want to be the optimist and I want to be like, I think that they're going to find that there's like a, a military branch or something like that. That's like, they're going to stumble into it or something and be like, Oh, here's all these hundreds of thousands of people that are alive and they figured out how to, you know, take care of this and stuff. And then it like basically goes the other way and it's about, you know, starting over, you know, but I don't know. No. Or they just kill everybody off. Yeah, Who knows? The tone of the show or of the <laughs> series so far has just been so – that just doesn't seem like in line. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I haven't read enough. Right. I haven't read as much as Melanie or, or, or you, obviously, Jeff. But the tone of the series doesn't seem like that's where he would go. But who knows? Maybe. Right. And with the show, and again, I won't say any spoilers at all. And I think Jesse knows what I'm going to talk about, but there is something that kind of gives a nod to that. There's something else out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, And that there could be some sort of way of, you know, kind of fixing everything. But because it got to a point where they were like all trying to get to Washington, D.C., you know, and, and like the cure is going to be there. We know it. And then obviously it was all a lie and all this other stuff. And and then it's just like, well, this is just our life now, you know. They but just, I, I but think they should have kept going to Washington DC. They, they just need to right. buy more more CDC buildings. That's right. And, and <laughs> right. try not to explode them in CG explosions. Yes. Right. Yeah, because I thought to me, like, and that's another show um, that was fantastic. Did you guys? And I, this sucks because they canceled it. But did you guys ever watch the? Not the Last Man Standing. It was Last Man on Earth. Oh, oh. A, a little bit. Huh. It was a, a Fox show, right? Yes, and it had... Uh, but he was not the last what? man on Earth. It, no, no, it had Will Forte <laughs> in it. That's his uh-huh. name. And uh fantastic show. But yeah, he wasn't the last man. So it started off where it was just him. And he was kind of going crazy, doing like the whole Wilson thing, you know, with the volleyball and everything. And then he ends up finding a, a woman, and then he finds more and more people, and such a fantastic show. And I love that because I'm like, that's, that's actually, that could be more realistic. I mean, this zombie thing is cool and everything. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But I'm like, that's kind of unrealistic, but this is like, you know, there could be a plague and kill 99% of everybody. And then here we are like this, you know, and I'm like, so I found, even though it was a comedy, I find that stuff very, very cool. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, it reminds me of an old movie back from, I think it was like 1980 or 81 called uh, the comet. You guys ever watch that movie? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh man, yes, it's a it's a great movie. It's kind of kind of kitschy, cool, you know, in a in a way. It's kind of uh, a little janky, but it's almost like Maximum Overdrive. If you guys are familiar with that movie, yeah, oh yeah, and, or in book, I should say Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. But anyway, so with the comet, it's basically this the I think it's Haley's comet. I think comes too close to Earth. And basically it like disrupts everything on earth. And it like, I believe it's been a few years since I watched it, but I believe like the gases from the earth, basically like it kills off almost all of the population. And then some of the population that turns them into like these weird kind of like albino kind of almost zombie people. I'm, I'm screwing a little bit of it up because it's been a long time. I haven't watched it since I was in my early twenties, but, but super fantastic. But the cool thing is, is that it's just like, there's these main characters and they're like, in Chicago or New York or something like that. And uh, they're just like, Hey, we get to go into whatever story we want and get whatever we want and kind of stuff. And you're like, Oh man, that'd be really interesting. But then there's also a little bit of this threat of, of bad guys and, uh-huh. and stuff like that too. So super fantastic movie. If you like the walking dead, you'd love this movie. It's really good. I think I, I would, but I also wanted to bring up, there's a book. It's really old though. I don't remember. It's from like, I don't know, a billion years ago. 
not a billion, but anyway, it's called, I think it's called the Red Cloud. I don't know, something like that. But it's actually is the last, like, there's nobody left on Earth. It's just this one guy. He was like at the North Pole or something when some volcano erupted and the, and the, it, the, Gases from that poisoned everybody. But the the book is just him going through, like, all these crazy cycles of, like, there's no people there. And he, like, makes fake – he does makes fake people to, like, talk to. And then he goes crazy and he'll burn down the whole city. And then he'll go to the, you know, traveling around the world. He tries to build himself a palace out of gold just by himself because he's crazy and there's nobody there and there's nothing for him to do. And I think it, it would be scarier to actually be alone than it would yeah. be to have oh, bad guys and, and, and whatnot, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, at that point, you almost be like, "Please, let there be a bad guy," you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, even as an introvert like us, you know, you still yeah. want to deal with somebody, you know, from time to time. But mm-hmm. yeah, but going back, sorry, it, the movie's called Night of the Comet. It's from 1984. I've seen Fantastic. that. I have seen that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. It's got Captain Mary Stewart in it, and she's in the Last Starfighter. Uh, okay. The girlfriend from the last Starfighter, but yeah, super cool movie. It reminds me of the Omega Man, and yeah, the last that's man where my Earth. brain was. Uh, I was like, I am Legend, and that yeah. book, uh, the story from the book, actually, like the whole thing with the dog, just broke me. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a big dog person, anyways. But but then, like you know, like there's the Will Smith movie, and and how they they deal with the dog, and that was brutal enough, but but in the book, it's like, this is his first connection with a living being. And then mm. nope. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was just like, Oh my God, I'm broken. <laughs> Even I need somebody, you know, <laughs> yeah. right. as introverty as I get on my bad days, but like, yeah, I can't imagine. You know what? You know what? This is a lot like Wally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wally, yeah. Wally. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we are hitting all the dystopia futures. <laughs> oh man, so we're talking about Wal- Walking Dead, and we go right into Wally. <laughs> Wally, okay. So if you don't count the spaceship with the people out in space, Wally's more interesting because it's like there's no humans on Earth. The story's right, not right. even about a human. Like that's right. how, like it, it, it one one ups all of them. It's about a robot. After the humans are gone. Yeah. Exactly. Well, then, of course, you know, they're still in space, but. Was sure. he the last robot on Earth? No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. sort of. He found Eve. Where did, we, where did Eve come from? Did she, she came, come from she the, the ship? ship. So, yeah, she came from the oh. ship. Yeah. 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 So basically, there was supposed to be a whole bunch of him, like thousands of Wallies, and they all basically broke and, and rusted away. And he basically figured out how to continue himself. And if something would break, he'd fix himself. And so he just kept doing his job over there all by himself. And Aww. and uh, yeah, such a good. I love that movie, by the way. Yeah, really I I do recall being kind of disappointed when they when the humans came into play. I yeah, like, no, this is wait like this could be far more interesting with just no humans. Mm-hmm. It's not about yeah. humans. Yeah, and then the humans are all disappointing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You can say that. <laughs> A lot of people don't like Wally for some reason. What? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, from what I've understood, it's because I guess it's got kind of a eco. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, it's got that eco bent, and and so that turns a lot of people off, and they they feel like it's a you know SJW type of thing or right. global warming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Do they not remember the '90s and even the '80s? 
every like kids feature oh, we, film. We had a Captain feature. Planet. Yeah, <laughs> all oh, of our movies were about that stuff. Dude, I all to, of them. Yeah. I was trying to talk to some people at my work about Captain Planet, and they don't they didn't know who it was. And I'm like, how do you not know who Captain Planet is? I mean, I know you're a little bit younger than me, but you're not that much younger. And Captain Planet was like a thing. How do you have you never heard of Captain Planet? Because I was going to show on the Don Cheadle thing. Uh huh. And yeah, none of them had heard of it. That's crazy. That is. I know. It's like, What's hello. Yeah, I can understand people older than us, maybe, you know, like considerably older. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was around for, well, maybe it wasn't around that long. It just felt like it was around for. Well, I guess maybe like they were, was... maybe they're younger than I think, too. They're like maybe 10 years younger than me. Eh. Heart. I mean, how do you not <laughs> yeah. know who Captain Planet is? I mean, he's their hero. He's going to take pollution down to zero. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, and if you haven't seen the show, then the Don Cheadle thing it just isn't nearly as good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It says uh, it started in 1990 and it aired for six years. Six years. Whoa. Most cartoons do not get that kind of tenure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you not know what rock are you living under? <laughs> <laughs> not a rock on Earth. That's for sure. They're just over there, just like spray in the air, spray in the air. Like, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their heads are in the clouds of not ozone. How did that show last go. for That's six right. years? I mean, I watched it, but I don't re- recall actually liking it. I, did I like it? Yeah. I kind of <laughs> liked it. I didn't dislike so it. I mean, they had bad guys that reminded me of. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was so kind of super. Okay. It was superhero-y, I guess. Maybe I was just yeah, I was on board with it. It was a little yeah. too on the nose. I mean, oh, it was. I feel like well, it, it was. Dude, that was also the time where there was a lot of really big cartoons and stuff that were on TV. You know, like yeah. Ninja Turtles and stuff. There was mm-hmm. a bunch of good stuff on it back then. So it just kind of blended in with everything. It was kind of the lame one. I was like, oh, if it's on, I guess I'll watch it. I was to say it's yeah. like a time slot thing. I remember it being like, okay, all the really good cartoons are over, and now. Now we have this block of sort of okay cartoons. And you're if you're really like, oh, I don't want cartoons to be over yet. I, I want to keep watching cartoons. You had your you had your pick of just like a handful. And so it was like, well, I guess Captain Planet. Hey, That's right. It was better than the like, Ghostbusters Well, I'm going to turn this cartoons. off. And you're like, no, no, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to know how to save this planet. That's right. That's so Trees. funny. You want to do letters page? It's it's March. It is March. And St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And you guys know what that means? Leprechauns. Yeah. And you know Ugh. what that means? That means... Uh, also garden gnomes. Are, yeah. No, it doesn't. In what <laughs> world? <laughs> in, in what world are gnomes part of March? <laughs> Well, that's when it's it's nice outside, and you're out there doing your garden, and you're putting your gnomes out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not a I'm not fond of gnomes. So it's one of Jesse's fears. <laughs> Leprechaun, totally cool. Gnomes, leprechauns are fine because they're the magical, diff- and all they want to do they're basically introverts with money issues. <laughs> they, 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 they want their gold and they want to like do their own thing with their gold. Just don't touch their gold. Fine. <laughs> Gnomes, uh, they're just all up in your garden business. That's right. They, they'll bite your they, eagles. They, they will. Are they will. The Captain Planets of the mystical creatures. I don't think trees. that's true. <laughs> Letters page. 
Listener, if you want to send us a letter, do so. A time travel Randy will tell you how. Whoa, whoa, who turned out the lights? Where did I end up now? This stupid time traveling blinkatron, I swear. There's a blinkatron, it's a scone. Oh. It's, a, it's okay. Oh crap, shh, shh. Just stay asleep. Okay. Alright, well, right place, wrong time. Uh, this is fine, this is fine. I'll just leave him a note. There has to be some paper around here somewhere. Man, it's dark. Oh, God, what is that? Um, Trash can. This is cat dancing. Wait, is that? It's full of comics. What the devil? Marvel Secret Wars. Marvel Secret Empire. Nineties Captain America. Huh. All right. Now some. Where's the? Where's some paper? What's this? Puppets. Pokemon. Here we go. Paper. Jesse, this is Randy. From in the future! There's, there's important donuts. There's just... Why why would they do that? That's stupid. Jesse, this is Randy. From in the future. Just leaving this note to remind you to let listeners know how they can send us their feedback for the letters page segment. Be sure to tell them they can send us an email to letters at grolixpodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. And we'll read it on the show. If they'd like to hear their voice on the show, they can send us a voice recording or do it the old-fashioned way. Pick up a phone and leave us a voice message. The phone number to do that is 559-426-6427. That's 559-426-6427. Or an easier way to remember it is 559-4-COMICS. Tell them to try to keep it under two minutes, and remember we do a clean language show, regardless what the YouTube algorithm says. I would remind myself, but it doesn't go well when I try to visit my past selves. It's too... paradoxical. Thanks. Alright, now just to leave this on his nightstand... And with that taken care of, I can try to get back to episode 100. There's too much exhaust. Wait a minute. It occurs to me I have a unique opportunity here. Hmm. That just might be too much magnificent manly beard for one podcast. There can only be one. Okay. Thanks, time travel, Randy. Hey, thanks for shaving my beard. He, he did. You shaved your beard? <laughs> he trimmed it down. <laughs> oh. I trimmed it down quite a bit. We have letters, but totally unrelated to this audio clip that we're about to play from a, from a listener. Uh, we should also mention Matt D. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice segue there. <laughs> we should also mention that Matt D, who, listener, if you've listened to our show at all, you know who Matt D is. He has a podcast now. He has his own podcast. Mm-hmm. He does. And we were on his first episode. We kind of took it over a little bit. We're, we are half the episode. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he has a podcast called 60s Reboot, the 60s Reboot podcast, in which he, I, uh, every episode, I believe, he picks a, a TV series from the 60s 
and recasts it with people like if it were to be rebooted now. Who would the who would who would they cast it with? What would it be like? And, That's a cool uh, idea. Yeah. So we his first episode was on the Batman sixty series, of course. Oh, and well. he he, he t- asked us, and we we're like, we're gonna send you audio, and we Neat. did. We sent him a lot of audio. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, once so, you get us going, yeah, good luck. Yeah. It was it was like sixteen minutes long. I was like, that's a pretty long li- like <laughs> listener submission, but uh, right. yeah, the, the episode's like thirty minutes long. We are half the episode. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, you should check out his his podcast. It's at uh, you can find it at sixties. That's as in six zero sixties reboot dot blogspot dot com. He's also on the Electronic Media Collective podcast network. Ooh. Oh, electronicmediacollective.com. But it's a mouthful. In a completely unrelated thing, we have audio clip. We have a, a listener submission from Jerry the Gnome. Oh. That is totally unrelated. It has wow. nothing to do with Matt D. I just felt like mentioning his podcast. That's that is strange and has no correlation to each other. I don't know why my mind would go to that place. It's a strange place, your mind. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's not that's not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> So this has become this has become an annual tradition. Last year we also got a Jerry the Gnome St. Patrick's Day audio audio That's clip. That's right. And uh, this year we got another one. So here we go. Hello there, boys and girl over there at the Growlers Podcast. This here's your good friend Jerry the Gnome. Yep, Jerry the Gnome. I'm back. Today is the day after Valentine's Day. This is where we really ramp up and get ready for the next big holiday. Yep. You got it. The holiday that even Jerry likes. President's Day. Yep. <laughs> President comes out of the White House, looks around, and we get six more months of poor. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that was different. I think I'm getting my Groundhog's Day and my President's Day confused. Either way, <laughs> I wanted to wish you a happy Valentine's Day as well as, well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, it's coming up. Yeah, the war's over. I know I've been promising you. But you know what? Matty D's come around and he's got his own podcast now, so it light a fire into my tail end and I'm gonna I'm gonna get that Leprechaun War podcast made. You betcha. It's gonna be an audio drama craziness. There'll be fire and dragons and and napalm and and all kinds of stuff. Whoa. Because it's uh war, man. Leprechaun war. <laughs> anyway, just want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day, happy President's Day, and a happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Jerry the Gnome is slipping more comfortably into his own voice. Mm-hmm. He, he sounds a bit more natural at it than when he first started sending us audio clips. Mm-hmm. Good good job, Jerry. Yep. I think... Uh, Jerry, uh, he's he's come out of his depression, which I'm oh, happy about. That's a good point. He was he was sounding pretty rough there for the last couple submissions, so I am happy to hear that he's uh, he's excited. I'm not so sure that I'm all right with him being so excited about napalming <laughs> leprechauns. <laughs> Napalm, <laughs> yeah, super into <laughs> that he's one. Pretty ex- he's pretty excited about this, but uh, I guess I guess I'm. I'm happy that Jerry's on the road to recovery. I just 
question I just question maybe his uh his motivations for the, <laughs> for this creative endeavor. I'm a little over eccentric. I mean they're tiny little beans, you know. It does but they're seem magic. a little much. <laughs> yeah. Oh the magic. Pick them or something. Dragons yeah. too. Like what? <laughs> you know, St. Patrick's Day dragons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh that. Yeah. I always forget about that part of the lore. <laughs> when St. Patrick scared all of the snakes out of uh, Ireland with a dragon. Yeah, that's, that's, right. how, you, that's how you do it. And yep, napalm. That's- <laughs> <laughs> a, little scorched, a little scorched earth policy. That's funny. I do like his version of President's Day, though. That was great. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty. Ag- it's actually pretty accurate. I don't know. If, you know, it, <laughs> he didn't mean it to be accurate, but it is. Oh, man. So, yeah, thanks, Jerry. And on Related, thanks, Matt. Someday I'm going to compile all of his, the Jerry, because there is a progression. There seems to be a character arc from just his audio clips. He does oh, seem yeah. like he's on the upswing. He seems more more lively, more with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got a new lease, a new lease on life now that he's, you know, yeah. I like it. That St. Patrick's Day PTSD is wearing off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 obviously, obviously, listener, he's, he sent that to us uh, just shortly after Valentine's Day. Mm. That's it for our letters page. For in-house news, just wanted to uh, you know throw out there that we had a lot of big interviews last month in February. And on the last episode, Randy, you got to interview a pretty huge interview. It was Z Chun. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, a lot of people listen to it, and we appreciate that quite a bit. Z was cool to talk to. He was awesome. I didn't realize all the stuff he'd worked on when, like, till 15 minutes before the interview, mm-hmm. which maybe I oh, should admit, yeah. but I didn't realize till like, shortly before the interview that he is, like, the current supervising producer of Gotham. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that could be something that the Grolic's audience might be interested in. And, uh... Yeah. Prolific. No kidding. But I, I found out he worked with Brian Cranston, so of course I was gonna jump on that. Oh man. <laughs> um, but mostly we talked about TKO, which was the which was the point of the interview, was yeah. the new uh, publishing comic book publishing company. Yeah, it was a good interview and he's got like they have some I like the thought process. I like the idea behind the company. Mm-hmm. And uh, also it was like I Maybe the most professional sounding Grolix interview we've ever done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Jesse, it's a little weird because it's like, you know, there's working on Grolix, there's editing, recording and editing Grolix is one thing. It's Grolix, it's my thing over here. And then all my other, like, my, my paid work that I do, like mm-hmm. the editing, you know, it's working with uh, business coaches and business people and, what, and stuff like that. What is that? Uh, what's that URL, Randy? Uh, you know, if if you want to hear some of my pro- more professional work or maybe reach out and like have me help you in a professional manner that doesn't sound like Grolix, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can go to podedit.com. It's podedit.com. But I was telling Jesse, I was like – the. This inter- this interview I recorded sounds like that stuff. It sounds so professional and so like, uh, you know, it's not Grolix. Not that Grolix, the, it's more the attitude than the actual execution. Yeah. So it was weird to work on something that felt like business, like my my freelance work, but it was for Grolix. And then the fact that we took the interview and then meshed it into a poll list episode so that <laughs> it went from like this nonsense that you're hearing now into this like pretty straightforward interview. 
mm-hmm. and then back right into this nonsense where we talk about G.I. Joe for 30 minutes and don't know what we're talking about. Like, yeah. so <laughs> I found it very interesting. But then, like, also last month, we had Pete Mitchell on the podcast, mm-hmm. and it's it was it's fun to listen to. Like, we're very comfortable with Pete. We've had Pete on before, and uh, he's a lot of fun. Not to say that Z's not fun. I'm sure Z can be tons of fun. But uh, it was interesting to hear, like, the more informal Pete Mitchell interview, quote, quote, unquote, interview. He basically just became a co-host of the show. Right. Versus business time interview. Mm-hmm. So right. you got you got a little taste of both both last month. Yeah. And now we have Jeff on. Listener, we're making good on our promise. We're hitting we're hitting the interviews and the guest spots hard this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I make any promises? I don't think I did. Again. I don't think you made any promises. Good. Your, re- <laughs> your resolution might have been to have no resolutions or something. Okay, good. Yay, I'm doing it. Jeff, what do you want people to know? What should people know before we before we end this episode? I don't know. I guess uh that Shira Shira's superior to Seaman. Shira. Seaman? Shira. <laughs> Shira's superior Whoa. to Seaman. To Seaman. took a turn. Yeah. A, okay. She is. In, she, in many she ways, doesn't I, have to I will say in the show, she was definitely she was definitely portrayed as superior to He Man without, without a doubt. You know, I'm I'm not going to say what which way or the other. You know, uh, I think it's all cool. You know, I'm a big fan of both shows. You know, but uh, but yeah, I, I was always like she uh, her sword and stuff had more powers. Like he just had a sword that you know turned him into He Man. Mm-hmm. Her sword she could turn it into a rope. She could turn it into bath salts, whatever she felt like, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and she had two uh, castles, but, and she had a flying roundhouse kick that could kick people into the universe, and it was pretty cool. But yep. no, um, yeah, I don't okay. know. That's I all I wanted. I just, Thank you. Yep, I'm done. Yep. I, I would just say, <laughs> just uh, have people check out "Make Eternity Great Again" if you're into the masters of the universe at all or or whatnot or if you're just into laughing you know come on and, and check it out we got lots of stuff going on and we uh you know with jesse involved we have our our own mini comic coming out here very soon um i think we'll be debuting it right before Comic-Con. uh so so that's gonna be super fun uh, it's like i think we're 27 pages i think is that right jesse uh somewhere around there uh, we're yeah Lee 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 Bachma is kind of the head head artist on that, and he's uh, I think he's cranked out about eight pages so far. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's it's fantastic. I mean, this is like high level quality stuff too. It looks so good and uh, super funny, super good stuff. But I can't wait till it's till it's out there. So so be on the lookout for that. Check out Declan James at Grand Comic Con. Declan James Studios and come by and see me and my son and buy some art and uh, you know do, do some high fives and it'll be a good time. And don't forget it's with a Q. Yeah, That's Declan <laughs> with the Q. That's right. I wanted to I wanted to throw out there real quick. Also, uh, if you're interested in hearing more about uh, Jeff, then you can uh, also check out. You did a series of interviews for Daydream Instruction Manual where you really dug into kind of. Uh, like your backstory, like growing up and, and yeah, all, all the things. So also check out uh, daydream instruction manual and, and look for the, the Jeff Geegan episodes. Yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll probably go ahead and drop this here. This is exclusive, but uh, so that was all started. So I was, 
originally uh, brought on to be the third co-host of Daydream. And uh, it wasn't working out with the way that we were recording. It's a long story. I won't get into it. But uh, things are working out the way that it's going to work out so I can actually come back onto the show. So I don't know exactly when that's going to be. It's going to be very soon. But everything, all the cogs are clicking together finally for me to be a more permanent figure on the show again so it'll be me and eddie and billy again all right yeah dude nice to talk to you hey thanks guys thanks for having me on like I yeah said, thank you you guys keep keep doing what you're doing another five years down the road i, I it's uh, it's been fun five five oh melanie's like oh <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like no promises but maybe <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Verbal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcast, visit GrolixPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast. Or follow us on Twitter at Grolix Podcast. We're also everywhere. All the time. All at once. So I'll end it off with a joke. All right. Okay. Since okay. Uh, since since we're dealing with about forty foot of snow right now as we're recording this, and we're as like feels we're on planet Hoth right now. So do you guys know what the temperature of the inside of a tauntaun is? No, I do. Lukewarm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yep. There we go.